Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Sometimes we cry, but I guess you know All right, well, from seeing some good responses to our uh, poll question of who your three favorite sons are, and okay. a lot of people are like, I, I'm just listing five, <laughs> because it's tough to list three. You can't go three. No, well, it's tough. Uh, joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line, a man who played on the Suns with Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion, Scott Williams, three-time NBA champion. Scott, what's going on? What is going on, fellas? Wolf, good to have you back from your trip back east, man. Love listening to you. All the Cardinals talk. I'm excited. I think I'm going to go down tomorrow, check out this uh, this new Cardinals football team. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. I think you'll be a little bit surprised, Scotty. Maybe not, of Now, course. is the coach going to play the starters? Because I know generally they, yeah. don't, they don't ever suit up for those first preseason games. I, I think probably not all of them, but I'm guessing that we're going to see definitely some starters. There's no doubt about it. So, All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I know Bird Gang uh, Nation is excited as well, but I got to talk about two of my favorite sons of all time. Matt Ishbia is the man. He is doing the right thing <laughs> by putting my guys, Matrix and Stat, in the ring of honor. It has been a long time coming. Yeah, see, I knew Scott would bring the enthusiasm, Wolf. That's why I was like getting fired up during the break. Scotty, let's. Um, I was saying earlier, I think it's fitting that they're both going in the same year, Marion and Stat, because it's tough to have that debate over which one's better or which one's more impactful. But what stood out to you about these two guys? Because they were such different players. Yeah, let me start with Tricks, because uh, when I first came to the Suns, he was still a young player, uh, kind of learning his way, coming off of 10 points and six rebounds, I think his rookie year. And uh, I just saw so much potential in this guy, the things he could do on both sides of the basketball floor uh, and in transition as well. We all know a four-time All-Star, two-time All-NBAer, um, you know, played nine seasons here in Phoenix, Averaging 22 points a game. The thing I loved about him, he wasn't just a score. He got on the glass well over nine and a half to up to 11 rebounds a game. He blocked shots. Like I said, he electrified, electrified the crowd with his dunks. One of the ugliest jump shots in the history of the league. Right up there with my, my former teammate, Bill Cartwright. But he found a way to put that ball in the basket at a high percentage on a nightly basis. I absolutely loved everything about Sean, uh, Sean Marion and his son's jersey. So talk a little bit also about Amari Stoudemire and your feelings about Amari. Well, you know, Amari was great because I remember when I first came to the Suns, he was just a rookie getting drafted. You know, I think he was on four or five different high schools. Uh, and everyone said what a problem this kid was going to be. And I said, then put his locker right next to mine. I was a 14-year vet. Uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, I passed along all the knowledge I knew about being a pro that I learned from guys like Paxson and Jordan and Cartwright in my early days in Chicago. And right from the very beginning, I remember talking with Tom Gugliotta, and we said, we're not going to have a problem with this guy. This guy has a knowledge and a thirst to want to be the, one of the best players uh, that have ever played the power forward position. And there was just really no stopping our with things that he could do at such a young age. We thought we'd just push around this little high school punk, but he had strong core 
He was explosive around the basket. He played with no fear. I mean, you can always talk about, you know, six-time NBA All-Star, you know, All-NBA. All or But I think that six seconds or less, the pick-and-roll that they ran with Nash and, and Scat was one of the most devastating pick-and-rolls to stop that the league has ever seen. You put it right up there with Stockton and Malone. We're talking to Scott Williams. Scott, you um, you kind of briefly mentioned this earlier, but Matt Ishbia, Wolf and I were talking earlier in the show today. It's 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 like the guy has owned the team or his family's owned the team forever, or it's like he's been a Suns fan his whole life. Scott, he's owned the team for six months, but <laughs> the moves he's made and the sense of history to immediately make this a priority, I, I just I think that says a lot. Uh, you, you you nailed it, Luke. I mean, six months. Like it's hard to believe it's only been six months. I had. Been doing some WNBA games this summer and had a chance to talk with Josh Bartlestein a little bit at some of these basketball games and just about the moves that they have made, you know, with player personnel, who they've been able to bring in. And the latest one, uh, getting Beal out of Washington, was just absolutely a steal for the Suns in the way that's going to, you know, with Durant and uh, Booker. They'll be able to put him uh, on the floor with those guys. I don't know how you're going to stop the, the team from scoring the basketball, but it's all the other little things, welcoming back the, the alumni, uh, revamping the coaching staff. Like you said, the, uh, the addition of Stoudemire now and Marion to the, to the ring of honor, I think something that Suns Nation's been kind of you know asking for for a while that uh, I don't know why Robert was – somewhat reluctant to do that. I think uh, Ishbia comes in here, recognizes that was a, a problem, uh, a wrong that he's going to correct right from the very beginning of his tenure. And, yeah, you're, you're right, six six months has felt like six years and all the, um, the goodwill he has brought to the Suns organization. Scotty, could you go ahead and give me one attribute of Sean Marion and one attribute of Amari Stoudemire that not enough people recognize or talk enough about? Yeah, I, I think, well, Stat, just his ability at, at 6'10 to be able to be at, not only just athletic, but as under control as he was in crowded situations and be able to get through, I say, slice, knife, dash through small areas of windows, his great hand-eye coordination to be able to get some of these passes the way Nash would fit it around between over and under defenders, and it seemed like it always reached its target, but you've got to have a guy on the other end that not only is athletic, but very good with being able to grab that ball and then finish it either at or above the rim. So those are one of the things that I always thought that he didn't get a lot of credit for. They called me tank at 6'10", right? I was a little Mm -hmm. plotter. I moved bodies. I wasn't getting out and and slicing through little crevices at 265 (laughs) pounds. I mean, Amari had the quickness, the athleticism, and the strength to be able to finish over power forwards and even centers at the basket. That was one of the things that I always felt was – just so amazing the way that those two could operate in such tight, confined spaces when everybody in the league knew it was coming. They were still devastating at, at where they were able to, to finish. And then Marion, just to, I mean, being a two-way player back in the early 2000s, yeah, there were some guys doing it. But I don't think that guys had the commitment to do it the way Sean did it in his unselfishness. I don't know if he was ever even the top one or two scores on any of the teams that he was on, even his championship year down in, in uh, 
Dallas in, in 2011. I mean, he was a third or even the fourth option on that club, but he did all the little things, the rebounding, the offensive footback, getting out in transition, guarding the other team's best defense, uh, best offensive player and positions, probably could go to about three different positions and guard guys. So those are the, th- the things that I always appreciated uh, about having those guys on the floor with me that you knew that they were going to bring the energy, the enthusiasm, uh, and the overall team play to the game when they brought, when they came to the, uh, the arena. Talking to Scott Williams, Scott, sticking with, uh, with Sean Marion there for a second. And you just sort of alluded to that, that, you know, he was in, in a way, almost a pioneer. There's a lot more players trying to be like that now, but have you seen players in the last, I don't know, ever, even just since you retired that, uh, that remind you of Sean Marion, or is he still a little bit of a unicorn in your eyes? Yeah, he's, he's still kind of unique. Um, you know, I, I don't know if guys, at least during the regular season, I don't see the commitment to the, to the defensive side of the ball the way that I saw Sean bring it. I mean, you know, every night. I just want to got it, you know, look at even a. Uh, LeBron James having played 55 games over the last two seasons, average 55 over the last two seasons. Sean was out to 79, 82 games a night doing that at a high level. So I don't know if the commitment, now LeBron is 39, 40 years old, but the commitment that guys have now to the defensive side of the ball is not nearly as high as and, and appreciated the way that Sean Marion did it back in the day. Scotty, man, thank you so much for your time, buddy. Really do appreciate it, as always, and hope to talk to you down the road. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it, fellas. Wolf, I'll look for you tomorrow, and if anybody's sitting <laughs> around tonight with no baseball, check out uh, the W tonight, Mercury and Suns at 7 o'clock. Nice. I'll be calling oh, nice. the action. Oh, nice. All right, Scott on, Williams, Scotty. Thanks for filling in, buddy, when you did. Appreciate that. Happy to do it.